the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate. Thanks for joining us again this this hot, sultry August Sunday evening. And I hope everyone out there is enjoying summertime. It's going by way too quickly as... uh, Not only the summertime goes by quickly, but the years have been going by quickly. It's that time of year again. We have in our studio Tim Fowler, president of the Cuyahoga County Fair Board. Tim, thank you for joining us tonight. You're welcome, Nick. Thank you for inviting me. It seems like we were just here six weeks ago. A year has gone by. Yeah, a year has gone by, but a lot's happened at the Cuyahoga County Fair, and we're glad to be here tonight to talk about it. Well, I'm glad you're here to tell us about it because, again, it's one of the... uh, one of the best, most economical and uh, traditional events going on here in the Cleveland area. And that's out in Berea at the Cuyahoga County uh, Fair yes. grounds there. Tell us about uh, just a real quick thumbnail about uh, less than a minute, the history of the, the fair and uh, you guys own that property and what what is that all about? Yeah, the, the history of the fair is uh, this is our 123rd uh, annual county fair. It's conducted by the Cuyahoga County Agriculture Society, which is part of the land-grant requirements of uh, the state of Ohio when it was uh, formed as a land-grant state. So it's determined that each county shall hold an annual fair. Uh, We hold it at the uh, Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds, which is owned by the county, and then we manage that property and uh, use it for a number of facilities and and programs and educational uh, throughout the year. We have a a wind turbine on it. We have an educational center, uh, which uh, works with the solar energy. Uh, so we have quite an array of things there uh, to look at, as well as some uh, antiques from uh, agriculture industry with the Farm Bureau Museum. Uh, we're going to be giving away some tickets uh, for the fair for this year in a few minutes, so, so stay tuned and call in when, when you hear our announcement. But uh, the Cuyahoga County Fair, what are the dates this year? The fair. Well, we open at uh, noon on Tuesday, and it runs through 10 p.m. on Sunday. So uh, we're a six-day fair, and uh, we uh, open at uh, noon every day except Saturday. We open at 10, and we uh, close every day at 11 except Sunday when we close at 10. Now, Sunday will be the last day of the fair. That's going to be the, the 11th of August. Is that, that correct? Correct, Nick, and uh, that's uh, kind of our grand finale. Uh, we have a demo derby uh, championships, uh, which is a <laughs> tradition in the uh, fair industry. Uh, our, our, our patrons love it and uh, get involved with it. We have local people that enter their cars. It's quite a display. But uh, on top of that, uh, this year we're bringing in uh, what's really uh, worked for us. Uh, we're bringing back for the second year in a row uh, the Amusement Rides of America. It's a regional ride company. They're having 27 rides this year, four or five of them, which are going to be mega rides. Uh, We are also introducing some other new things this year. Uh, We're having a great train show during the fair. 
where uh, a local uh, model railroad uh, group is uh, putting on a huge display uh, for uh, everyone to look at. Uh, we have um, Saturday morning a dance party uh, opening up at 10 for uh, $2 for everybody, uh, 10 until 12. Uh, we have slider coming in for the kids' activities. Um, top of that, we have uh, some neon golf and some uh, uh, neon baseball that we'll be doing in one of our uh, buildings. So that's uh, an add-on feature with a. What, what is neon? I think of dark. Well, and it lights. is. It is dark, and it's like laser type things. But it's a, a great youth activity. Uh, we're trying it out this year. There's a slight additional charge for that once you get into the gate. But uh, we're anticipating that that could uh, provide some uh, new energy for young folks. Something uh, new this year in that that department. What about the food? Same. You know, fair food, food. is fair food. Uh, uh, I know, but I like some of it. Uh, well, so, and, 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 I'll that's, admit that. That's true, Nick. Uh, I, I think we all do. Yeah. And there is something for everybody. I can't say that we have anything new that's uh, off the wall this year, but we have some of the great traditional items with uh, uh, corn dogs and uh, cotton candy. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of uh, funnel cakes and elephant ears, uh, candied apples. We, we just have a, a number of things, sausage sandwiches from the Russo family, which is a local family. They've been there for years. Cabbage and noodles, we have a Wiener schnitzel, so we have Italian food. There's just a variety for everybody. Uh, my favorite, of course, <clears throat> and the dessert department is the um, apple dumpling. Yeah, you and I are so, together on that. <laughs> I have a sweet tooth, and I'm really glad to announce, and not that we had anybody yet that we didn't like. Oh. We've got a new apple uh, dumpling vendor this year. Oh, what happened? to uh, well, The one from last year will not be there? Uh, the one from last year won't be there. Um, you know, they've uh, taken a different course with their operation, but we were glad to bring back somebody that had been with us for a while. They're coming to us from uh, another county. It's uh, closing up tonight, and uh, they have a fantastic product. Uh, so we're going to have them right across from the fair board office in the middle ah, of the Midway. Same so place for the last Same couple. place as the last okay. one, so uh, you'll, you'll find it a treat. Very good. So if, if you go to the fair and you're looking for that apple dumpling, you can go where you've always been. Now, we sort of joke about this a little bit, but uh, there, there's some science and uh, – I guess etiquette on on how you select your location for your food for your food booth, and uh, from where you selected, like if you had a good place last year, uh, these vendors want to go back to the same place. Uh, is, is that right? They, they really do, Nick. Uh, we tried to shake up the fairgrounds over the last couple of years and spread things out, and it becomes real noticeable that people are are familiar with where somebody's been. You know, we're celebrating this year with a lot of our vendors and a lot of with our exhibitors in the animal area, some long-time uh, vendors. We have some uh, concession stands that have been with us for over 60 years. We have some for 45 years, some for 40 years. We're going to recognize those people on Thursday morning at a, a special event uh, because of their faithfulness. Uh, in our animal department, we have some people that have been with us over 75 years. So we're going back a couple of generations where they've been bringing their animals to display at the fair. We're quite proud of them, and we're quite you know, proud of the fact that, that we've had that history. Now, the Cuyahoga County Fair, you don't think of it being uh, agri- agricultural at all. Yeah. Uh, where's the agriculture here in Cuyahoga County? Where, where do these people exist with their animals? It's uh, really surprising. A lot of the animals that we're talking about do come in from outside of the county. Ah, but okay. but we do have a strong 4-H program in Cuyahoga County, Nick, and uh, that program has over 4,000 youth. Uh, not all of them can have animals, but this year, believe it or not, we have 11 market hogs in 4-H. 
those hogs will be sold at a public auction along with uh, market chickens and broilers, uh, market lambs. We have a steer this year. So we do have pockets within the um, Caga County, a southwest area, where 4-H is strong and heavy. And uh, these uh, young, young people are learning a lot of basic skills and able to put a few bucks in their pocket after they sell these animals at the fair. Well, we know when they sell the animals, they go to, like, restaurants and things, maybe. But uh, how, how do the kids take it? You get away from this pet concept. Uh, does 4-H teach that somehow? Yeah, exactly, Nick. I think everybody realizes, you know, that, uh, you know, animals, uh, you know, become uh, part of our mainstay when it comes to our diets. And uh, they realize it's a, it's a uh, turnkey. It's a business. Uh, and they're uh, willing to accept that and... Next year, they start off with another project with the same uh, business plan and uh, move forward. A lot of this money provides college education and future for these young people. My goodness. We're talking to Tim Fowler. He's the, for the fifth consecutive year, president of the Cuyahoga County Fair Board. And we're talking about the Cuyahoga County Fair that's coming up uh, starting this Tuesday and running through next Sunday out in Berea, Ohio. Now, if you'd like to go to the fair, we're giving away some tickets now. So if you'd like to call into the station, feel free and get your free tickets. We'll mail them out to you. The uh, phone number here at WHK is 216. That's 216-901-0945. 216-901-0945. Give us a call. And, uh, we'll have Bob taking calls uh, tonight, and he'll get your name, address, and phone number, and we'll, we'll get these out in the mail to you. So uh, we're going to take a short break. In in a couple minutes, we're we're down now to just a few more moments, talking with Tim Fowler about the Cuyahoga County Fair. And uh, when we come back after this break, Tim, we'll talk about some of the entertainment that you have. You mentioned one of them with regard to the Demolition Derby, which as a a lawyer that works with (laughs) cases involving auto accidents, I I find it a fascinating event uh, for all, all kinds of professional reasons. But um, I assume people sign appropriate waivers to get involved in that. That's correct. They do. And they're only allowed to drive backwards. They're only allowed to drive backwards. The cars are modified, so there's no glass. They've got a minimum amount of gas. Well, very good. We're going to come back. Maybe a few more words about the safety elements involved in the demolition derby at the Cuyahoga County Fair. We're talking to Tim Fowler, the president of the Cuyahoga County Fair Board. We're going to take a few moments for our sponsors, and we'll be back after these words. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. Don't go away. The product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. 
Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance. You've earned the opportunity to enjoy a leisurely lunch as you sail down a European river enjoying spectacular views and the finest cuisine Portugal has to offer. Even better, you'll move on to Spain and experience the rich heritage of this country. Explore the early influences of ancient Rome. And, since this is a culinary tour, see if their food can surpass the bar that the Portuguese have set for you. And yet, your adventure has not ended, as you will travel to the land of poets, the Emerald Isle. You will see why Johnny Cash sang about Ireland's 40 Shades of Green. More than a tour, an experience worthy of any bucket list. Check out your itinerary on Facebook, Culinary Tour with Jerry Quinn, or go to ChristianExpedition.com. A five-star experience at a three-star price. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back to The Advocate. This is your host, Nick Phillips. And we're talking about the Cuyahoga County Fair tonight with the president of the Cuyahoga County Fair Board, Tim Fowler. So, Tim, thank you again for joining us, as you do every year. And we've been doing this for probably every of the year that you've been president, so each of the five years. Correct. Yeah, glad and, to be uh, here. So, boy, again, I, I still sit here in amazement with the time, but... But so much for my perception of time. Let's go back to the fair. And uh, beside the fair food that everyone should fast before they go to the fair so they can fill up on uh, the fair food there. But uh, 
some some of the planning that goes into the fair. You guys are planning year round for this, and uh, like you mentioned, I, I didn't realize that. But uh, there's there's some law in Ohio that says each county that's involved in land grant property must hold a fair each year. That that's correct, Nick. Uh, there's 88 counties in the in the state of Ohio. Uh, there are 88 county fairs and four private festivals, and that's all part of being a land grant school or a land grant uh, state, which has formed formulated our land grant uh, mm-hmm. universities and so forth. So we're we're following the procedures from our very early days. Now, something that uh, you mentioned a couple of years ago, I don't think we've talked about it for a while, is that uh, all of these county fairs, uh, you, you guys don't do your fairs in a vacuum, but you actually talk to each other. We really do. These out. Yes, uh, Cuyahoga County is part of uh, District 9. There's nine districts in the state of Ohio. There's 11 fairs in that district. Uh, we meet uh, quarterly. We have what we call roundtables. We discuss common trends in the fair, common items that we may have to deal with. Uh, we try to share and, and work together. Uh, how, how do you do? You get together and pull out the calendar and, and set it up so that you're not stepping on one another? That is really predetermined. Uh, the, the rules are that the, no two fairs that have, no two counties that have uh, adjoining property lines or boundaries uh, can operate a fair at the same time. So, in essence, we can't have a fair when Medina has a fair or when Summit has a fair. Okay. So, each fair has its own separation, and therefore, we fall in a lineup with Lake County, Geauga mm-hmm. County, all of our neighbors. Nobody gets stuck with a February fair. No, but there's no. <laughs> no. The fair season actually goes from about May until October. Oh, that's in, quite. In the state of Ohio, it's quite a long time, yes. Yeah. Well, it's six months. Six months, yes. Okay, the half a year. I wouldn't have thought it was that long. Right. Well, uh, this year you're having something special with regard to some entertainment. Tell us about that. Well, first off, what did you have to go through to, to get this? Well, we uh, this year we're uh, we're part and we're doing some of our regular. So this year our entertainment starts where we have some traditional uh, uh, horse poles, and then uh, we're bringing in this year tough trucks on uh, Thursday night. Uh, tough trucks are going to be big monster trucks leaping over mounds of dirt and so forth. And we turn the uh, out of the um, infield entirely around. We're putting up a stage. Uh, Friday night we have Frank Amato from Cleveland with their uh, musical group, and then Saturday night, for the first time in a long time in Cleveland Cuyahoga County history, uh, we're bringing in a, a country star, um, a mega hot star that's coming in from uh, recently uh, titled as the 2019 uh, CMA Country Music Award Female Young Artist of the Year, Ashley McBride. So she'll be on our stage at uh, eight o'clock on Saturday night, and then Sunday we'll have uh, our back-to-back uh, demo derby. Now, this is at the grandstand, is that right? That's correct. Now, is there an extra charge to get in there? There is. There is. Uh, at least for, not for the horse pole, uh, but there is for the uh, tough truck and the uh, two concerts in the demo derby. Okay, so if you get in, you have to buy a ticket at the ticket. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, right we have, yeah, we have ticket on sales, but we also have this year introduced uh, online ticket sales, and you can buy your tickets in advance. And those are at a discount, and uh, people can go to our website, kaifair.com, and uh, follow the, the rules and, and pre-purchase tickets for all of our events. Seating first come, first serve? It is first come, first serve. 
not, we, not yeah, we don't have any limits at this point here. We uh, we have room for more. So get there, uh, get yeah, there early. Yeah, call in. Yes. Well, very good. Now uh, we talked about the animals that are, are coming in, and there, anybody could bring an animal in under a category. That, that's correct. Uh, we have over two thousand animals will be at the fair this year, and uh, so we have everything. Uh, you know, we have uh, draft horses, draft ponies. Uh, we have cattle, goats, sheep, swine. Uh, rabbits, chickens, guinea pigs. Uh, we'll have chickens, uh, baby peeps hatching during the fair as part of our educational program. Um, we'll have a few uh, uh, other items. We have uh, this year part of our entertainment and also our animal area. We have racing pigs. So uh, we'll have... Well, that should be interesting. That is very interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we have pigs that uh, actually uh, compete in race. Uh, it's quite a show. Uh, it draws a good crowd. Quite entertaining. Uh, Tim has been so kind to give us more tickets, and thank, congratulations to those of you who called in for tickets. But we have some more tickets if you'd like to go to the Cuyahoga County Fair. Call us here at WHK at 216-901-0945 for some free tickets. It's 216-901-0945. And uh, with these tickets, you can go any time during the fair. There's no special time. Just choose your own time. And uh, for all the grandparents out there, what I like seeing is... Uh, the, the grandkids, the little kids, seeing some of these animals up close for the first time and uh, hearing those uh, little voices and trying to keep their fingers out of the cages. Yeah, most definitely want to encourage safety, but yeah, you're right. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people, a lot of even adults are seeing some things for the first time. We do take all precautions. We have hand-washing stations and a lot of, a lot of uh, focus on uh, doing things in a, in a cleanliness way. Um, so... We provide uh, a vast majority of entertainment and educational, both for the past and for the future. It's quite. It really is a family event, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, beside the animals, uh, do they still have the food stuff and the craft competition? We can win a blue ribbon at the fair. We do. As a matter of fact, some of that was judged today, and it's just because of the just because of the cycle that we're in. But sure, there are um, you know home uh, made. Uh, pies, cakes that are entered. Uh, there are some, uh, you know, crafts such as, uh, you know, sewing and crocheting. Uh, there's an antique. We have a lot of people who display antiques. Everything from glassware to, you know, wagons and barber equipment. Uh, we have uh, probably a thousand different displays of uh, antiques that are combined with pictures uh, that are entered for uh, just a nostalgia, special uh, scenery, uh, both from uh, far and also from greater Cleveland. How do you select the people who are judging these different competitions? For example, I think I'm too late this year, but I consider myself an expert on apple pie, at least the taste of it. <laughs> I can't bake them. But uh, how do people get involved in judging? We'll definitely sign you up for that next year, Nick. Um, oh, very good. And another another contest we have is we have a spam eating contest. Spam, oh my. Spam. So if you want to be a judge for that, you can volunteer to eat these recipes of Sam that, <laughs> a spam that people bring in. But seriously, uh, what we really do is uh, we, we have animal judges that come from uh, large areas. Uh, you know, some of them will come uh, 60, 70 miles. We reach out. We try to bring in a variety of people that are familiar with the animals, have criteria that they use for judging at other events, uh, specialize in just that particular uh, show. So if we're doing draft horses, that's what they are specialized in. Fireworks. How many nights will there be fireworks? Uh, glad you brought it up. We have three nights of fireworks 
it's um, it's a great closing to a busy mm-hmm. day. So this year we're having fireworks, and uh, it's going to be Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, not Sunday night. N- not Sunday night. I'm no. glad you told me. Yes. <laughs> so, so if we uh, come up at that time. So very good. Uh, what about parking? Uh, a lot of events, they charge you parking. What kind of charges here for parking? I don't oh, think it was anything, is it? No, there isn't. Uh, parking at the fairgrounds is free. And uh, so uh, we're very proud to uh, still be able to present that as a, uh, as a bonus. Uh, we do have special uh, gate fees. You know, on Tuesday night, uh, all day Tuesday, uh, it's buy one, get one. So you buy one pass, you get in free. So that's a 50% reduction right there. On uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we have a dollar entry for noon until three. So for a dollar, you can get into the fair in those three hours. Also, we have a reduced band, uh, wristband price for our rides at that time. Then on uh, Friday, uh, we have uh, Veterans Day uh, where you can veterans can get in for $2 all day long. Uh, throughout the entire fair, any active military person can get in free. And then uh, Saturday morning, we have the $2 uh, dance party. Real quick, in 10 seconds, tell us about the dance parties. Dances people do? Dance parties, high energy, a lot of music, a lot of youth come in. We have stilt walkers. We have slider come in. We have special prizes. Every thousand of kids that leave the park will receive a little gift bag with some goodies from Sweetie's Candy and coloring books and, and just a number of things. Well, Tim Fowler, thank you for joining us. And we'll see everybody out at the Cogget County Fair coming up this week. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words. Don't go away. Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. You've earned the opportunity to enjoy a leisurely lunch as you sail down a European river enjoying spectacular views and the finest cuisine Portugal has to offer. Even better, you'll move on to Spain and experience the rich heritage of this country. Explore the early influences of ancient Rome. And, since this is a culinary tour, see if their food can surpass the bar that the Portuguese have set for you. And yet, your adventure has not ended, as you will travel to the land of poets, the Emerald Isle. You will see why Johnny Cash sang about Ireland's 40 Shades of Green. More than a tour... 
an experience worthy of any bucket list. Check out your itinerary on Facebook, Culinary Tour with Jerry Quinn, or go to ChristianExpedition.com. A five-star experience at a three-star price. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Welcome back to the McPhillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Uh, in the next two segments, we're going to be talking about a condition that over 400,000 Americans suffer from, and that is a condition called MS or multiple sclerosis. Uh, with us, we're going to be talking to Dr. Regina Berkovich uh, from Los Angeles, California, who is an expert and has been practicing uh, as a neurologist for a number of years and focusing on multiple sclerosis. Dr. Berkovich, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, how many years have you been doing, uh, I know, neurology and psychiatry I saw in your background. Uh, how many years? Uh, neurology is my uh, predominant specialty, and MS is a subspecialty, so that was for more than 20 years. So with regard to MS, we've all heard of MS, but uh, simply put in layman's term, what is it? MS is an inflammatory condition where uh, the immune system of an individual starts attacking the protection uh, surrounding the central nerves. So the central nerves are located in the uh, brain, spinal cord, and it's also optic nerve. So that's why, depending on where the lesions are and where that protective uh, insulation layer called myelin is getting inflamed and later destroyed, depending on where those spots are, uh, called lesions, uh, the symptoms uh, will emerge. So it can be, let's say, uh, vision loss or double vision if the uh, lesions are in the optic neuritis, uh, optic nerve, or the brainstem, for example, or could be bladder issues, could be muscle weakness, could be cognitive issues. So it really depends on where the lesions are mostly situated. 
What causes MS? Is it uh, something that's viral or is it something that is genetic or what triggers MS? So the hypothesis is that it has to be a combination of different things, uh, environment, uh, viral exposure to certain viruses, uh, geographic location, even where you were born and lived until uh, uh, maybe the first decade of your life, uh, if you were in the northern climates that uh, seem to be more predisposing, then low vitamin D and genetic predisposition. It's not a genetic disease per se, but uh, uh, one may inherit predisposition to autoimmune conditions, which MS is one of them. Are, are there any known triggering events that can cause an episode or an initial episode of MS? So the first episode of MS is what uh, usually leads to the diagnosis. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes it takes longer, but some patients are quite proactive and lucky to get diagnosed immediately after the first episode. And that one can present itself as a vision loss as a part of the optic neuritis or uh, ambulation deficit or bladder issues or coordination issues and sometimes uh, it can be something very minor such as overwhelming fatigue uh, minor for us uh, people around but not for the patient obviously or some uh, cognitive difficulties uh, difficulty making decision or focus so uh, uh, these symptoms uh, usually occur uh, in younger individuals so the age of MS diagnosis and of the first event uh, generally is considered to be between 18 and 40 years. However, we more and more diagnose MS, a new onset MS too, outside of uh, that uh, spectrum. So we can diagnose MS in children and also MS uh, may be diagnosed uh, in uh, someone who is uh, already 50 or 60 years old. Can you, I know you have one of your patients with you, Paula. Can you introduce her for us? And I'd like to ask her a couple of questions. I would uh, introduce Paula. Paula yes. is a very uh, fine lady who has been living with MS for many years, and she can say more about herself. Hi there. I am here. Yes, Paula. Thank you. Hi. Uh, thank Hi. you for sharing. Uh, what was your first uh, episode of MS? What was that like? How old were you? And how did you get it diagnosed? Well, I was 35. I had just given birth to my fourth child. And right after uh, I gave birth, I realized I was having trouble keeping my balance. I was having a little trouble walking. I was still moving around, but it just felt different. And then um, eight weeks after my baby was born, I had a vision problem. So I went to an ophthalmologist, and um, he was looking at me at my age, the fact I'd just given birth to a, a child, and he mentioned maybe this is optic neuritis, maybe you know that's connected with MS. So I went home and I found a neuro-ophthalmologist, a specialist to take myself to, and I got to that doctor, and that doctor looked at me and he said, this, you need an MRI, and he looked at my MRI, he looked at my symptoms, and he diagnosed me with MS. It was a pretty quick and easy diagnosis, which is not necessarily the norm. Some people, it takes a long time, and it's very difficult to diagnose. So I'm, I'm thankful that, for me, it was a quick diagnosis. For the early uh, diagnosis, uh, was there treatment available at that point that could actually help uh, 
mitigate the symptoms or, or what kind of procedures or treatments were available to you then? There, there were some MS uh, medications available at that time, far fewer than there are now. So um, with my doctor, we, we chose one that we thought would be best for me. And then as far as symptoms, there are different medications for maybe different symptoms that somebody with MS feels. Uh, but the MS drugs, they've been expanded through the years. What is available now is not what was available to me in the beginning of my MS, unfortunately. Well, well let me ask Dr. Berkowitz, uh, what, is there any connection between pregnancy and women and the onset of MS symptoms? Uh, yes, it's a very intriguing question, in fact, because uh, pregnancy is uh, that uh, unique uh, situation when your immune system is uh, uh, trying to be very calm because it needs to protect a foreign object, a foreign subject rather, a fetus, right? So that's why usually immune system goes very, very calm and dormant and uh, this is when MS patients tend to experience remission and may feel in fact very good. It's postpartum, it's after the baby is delivered when a uh, higher chance of MS exacerbation occurs and frequently uh, newly diagnosed patients may experience their first symptoms after giving birth. Now, we didn't mention, but it's important that about 70-75% uh, of uh, people living with MS are female patients. And that's why uh, this connection to the pregnancy and postpartum is a very important one. Now, with regard to females, is there anything preventive that women can do when they're pregnant uh, to, to minimize the possibility of developing MS that would be related to pregnancy? Well, it doesn't relate to pregnancy. The pregnancy may help to surface it, not the pregnancy even per se, but the fact of pregnancy being over. So you see, when the pregnancy is there, the immune system is low. But when the baby is delivered, the immune system all of a sudden gets changed. And this is when the symptoms of a mess will surface. So I definitely don't want you to get an idea that pregnancy can bring it about or cause it, not at all. It's just the situation that can uh, show the symptoms better after the pregnancy is over. So I think that uh, what I really would like to focus is that the fact that MS really has many different clinical types. And unfortunately, it also has to deal with many myths, such as, for example, like, you know, pregnancy being somehow connected. So that's why I would encourage every patient who has been diagnosed with MS or even suspected to have MS to see MS specialist because there is a lot of confusion around MS and we would like it to be resolved uh, as early as possible because then patient can hope for a better outcome of treatment. Well, tonight we're talking to Dr. Regina Berkovich, uh, who's from Los Angeles, California, and she's a specialist neurologist in specializing in multiple sclerosis. And uh, we also have one of her patients, Paula, who's a uh, current patient uh, who is experiencing and living with MS. 
We're going to take a short break and we'll be back talking to Dr. Berkovich uh, and Paula about uh, MS and, and what's going on now and what kind of treatments uh, are available now that maybe are somewhat new and we shall all know about. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Nick Phillips on The Advocate. Uh, we're going to be back after these words. Don't go away. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select insurance for your insurance needs. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. With our final segment of the Advocate for tonight. Again, thank you for joining us. And tonight we're talking about multiple sclerosis and the latest uh, discoveries and treatments involved with multiple sclerosis. And with us, we have Dr. Regina Berkovich from Los Angeles, specialist in multiple sclerosis. Doctor, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. You know, we talked in the last segment about uh, onset with females and pregnancy and, and how pregnancy alone is not really a factor. One question, we, we do have a MS patient uh, in our studio tonight uh, who wanted to listen to this, and she asked a question during the break uh, about whether or not um, nursing a child postpartum after you have the child uh, does nursing depress the immune system to any degree that could uh, contribute to a uh, reoccurrence of MS? Uh, I'm here on behalf of Novartis, and uh, I'm really uh, um, was hoping to focus on the active secondary progressive MS and raise awareness of the public and the MS community to that particular uh, question.
question. The question of the breastfeeding is a complicated one. I do have my professional opinion on it, but uh, I uh, probably wouldn't uh, air it on a public radio. Uh, so I would uh, just, uh, if possible, move on with what I think is the most important to raise awareness of the MS population and urologists around is active secondary progressive MS and the medication that recently got approved for it, which is the first and only oral treatment, uh, which was both studied in large clinical trial, shown efficacy and approved for active secondary progressive MS, and that medication is mazent. Well, let's uh, move on then and talk about secondary progressive MS. What What is that? So usually patients who get diagnosed with MS, uh, most of the cases would get diagnosed with relapsing remitting MS. And then 80% of that uh, may convert and progress to secondary progressive. That means that this patient uh, who is destined to progress will notice continuous accumulation of disabilities of uh, neurologic deficits, uh, let's say muscle weakness, bladder issues, vision deficit, cognitive issues, decision-making uh, difficulties, etc., etc., and that can be combination of any of these symptoms, so that can be very diverse. There will be not one single sign to indicate the conversion to secondary progressive MS. I would say the hallmark is accumulation of disability, inability to keep the full-time job, or inability to do all the activities which this very individual could do just a year ago or just six months ago. And then, if on top of it, this person continues having exacerbations or evidence of new uh, enlarging lesion formation on MRI, that would make active secondary progressive MS. Now, I understand, Paul, is there, do you have the yes. active secondary progressive MS? I, I do. Uh, about eight years after my initial diagnosis of relapse and remitting MS, my doctor and I, uh, were, we did a lot of talking. It was not an easy diagnosis to come to because it's pretty much by observation uh, in, in my experience. And uh, so my doctor finally did give me the uh, diagnosis of secondary progressive MS. And I've been living with that for about 10 years now. And uh, so although with MS, things can be very uncertain, um, working out a good treatment plan with my doctor, I think my MS has been pretty stable for a number of years now. And I, I feel better about that. But um, just working with a doctor and figuring things out, it's, it's not easy. It's not a quick diagnosis getting into secondary progressive MS. It's, but it is something that needs to be talked about at the right time. Now, Dr. Berkovich, how frequent is it that people will develop uh, secondary progressive MS of the patients? So I, as I said, statistically about 80% uh, of patients who've been diagnosed with uh, relapsing remitting MS may convert, up to 80% may convert into secondary progressive. That's why uh, uh, the importance of this discussion, because it is not uncommon, it is rather a uh, frequent uh, occurrence, and we uh, expect uh, to diagnose it 
uh, more at this time because uh, uh, more medications hopefully will come. Uh, Mazent is the first one, and so far the only one that demonstrated efficacy in the clinical trial focused on secondary progressive MS. we hope to uh, continue accumulating these uh, treatment options, uh, but at this point, I think it's very important for uh, all patients and neurologists to be aware of uh, all the new developments. Uh, how does Mazent work? Does it uh, does it arrest the further development of secondary progressive MS, or does it mitigate uh, the the symptoms, or, or how does it work? It works uh, by specifically engaging into the immune system reactivity, and uh, it is not immunosuppressant, it's immunomodulatory drug, so uh, it has a very intricate mechanism of action, which, uh, of course, uh, we have a very strong hypothesis around, but uh, officially cannot uh, say that we know 100% about it, but have a pretty good idea. And uh, basically, it slows down the progression, and that's what is expected of uh, any medication that is getting approved for progressive form of a disease. So uh, we expect to see slowing down of progression so every individual hopefully or at least majority of the individuals should have better outcomes as compared to if they were not on any treatment. Since since the the percentages of conversion from relapsing remitting MS to secondary progressive uh, MS seem so high, is uh, Myzen something that people should look for to take before they start showing signs of secondary progressive MS? This is a good question because uh, actually and conveniently Mason got approved for different clinical types of MS. In fact, it can be taken as early as the very first event of MS or it can be taken for the treatment of relapsing remitting MS and it also uh, can be taken for active secondary progressive MS, which is much closer to the population which uh, the medication was officially studied for. So, uh, uh, yes, the medication can be taken before the person gets diagnosed with active uh, secondary progressive MS. The, um, and uh, let me ask Paula, how are you doing now? Are you taking the, uh, the medications? Are, are you more stable now? Well, I seem to be pretty stable now, and um, I've worked with my doctor to figure out a treatment plan that's working best for me. Um, I, I'm doing very, very well, actually, right now. Oh, excellent. Well, uh, let me ask Paula this question. Uh, what is the one thing you would like to share about your condition uh, that the general public may not be aware of? Uh, well, every course of MS for each person is very different. So just because you know somebody that has MS and it's not going to be, I'm not going to be the same. And even if we have similar symptoms, it's going to affect each person very differently. And that, that's actually very frustrating. It's, it's not like uh, you just have a, a temperature and everybody knows what a temperature does to you. Mm-hmm. But this, this, every symptom is so different in each person and each person reacts to every symptom so differently. It's, um, it's a very unique and individual disease. Well, it uh, certainly is something that is is in the news, and this is uh, definitely good news. Let me ask Dr. Berkovich, uh, where can um, our listeners go for more information about 
MS and the work you're doing and the treatments and so forth. So in respect to specifically Mazent, uh, there is a website, mazent.com, M-A-Y-Z-E-N-T.com. More information on whether or not this medication is appropriate for individual person living with MS, that is something that needs to be discussed with the MS specialist. I would recommend uh, because MS, just like Paula said, is such a complex disease, very unique in every individual, and we have so many treatment options available, which may be good for one patient, may not be appropriate for another. We always recommend to see MS specialist and get a recommendation from a specialist. Also, I would say and stress the importance of staying positive because Specifically in MS disease state, we have so many great breakthroughs and so many good reasons for uh, optimism. Uh, So it's very important to remain positive, do the best you can, and at every single moment make sure that you get the best out of your treatment and out of your patient-doctor relationship. Well, very good. It sounds uh, optimistic that good things are happening. Dr. Berkovich, thank you so much. And Paula, thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset Sat and drank my fresh mint tea With nothing to do until morning And only my mind for company Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.